You're like you're like the white Gandalf, like at the Lord, like coming down the hill. It's like just at the right time, and all these orgs are like, "Oh no, he's changed his cloak." I didn't even know he had a separate wardrobe. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Fizzle Show. Conversations every entrepreneur should have, especially if you want to support yourself, build a thriving business, and not burn out. Your hosts are, oh, this is a good one, your hosts are, if we were popular YouTube videos, Corbett would be the evolution of dance video, brave and demonstrative for everyone's benefit. Barrett would be a cat video, trustworthy and adorable, the sly grin that demands respect. And Chase would be the double rainbow video, raw, expressive, and likely hopped up on some illegal substance. That one comes to us from Josh Ship of the brand new podcast, Parental Guidance with Josh Ship. Check it out if you got kids. Uh, these, li- these videos are so perfect, Josh. Uh, I put them all in the show notes. They're so great. Um, I can't believe how many freaking video views that, that dance one has got. Ugh. All three of these together, it's almost a triple rainbow. In this episode, listen, everybody talks about personal brand. Some people have made their whole businesses about it, and others have made their whole businesses through it. And I find that a lot of the time, when people ask about personal brand, they're really asking about an easy button. Can you help me look better than I actually am in real life? That's kind of what they're asking. Uh, There's a lot of BS in the world of personal branding, but there's also a lot of honest-to-God, intentionality, forethought, hard work, perseverance, and and really stuff to be gained through it. So in this conversation, we dive into the nitty-gritty about how to do this right and some specifics to get started today. There's also like a nice little bit of drama uh, back and forth and, and me just sort of being a little a little overworked and over-caffeinated. So just deal with that, I guess. I, I apologize. Follow along at home at fizzleshow.co slash 76. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. So let's get into it. This club can't even handle me. I mean, I was like looking at the club the other day and it's walking. So how many of you guys ever go to the club? You know, and I was in there and I thought, oh my God, this club, <laughs> it can't even handle me right now. Look at me in my sari. Look at me in my sandals. Look at me with my free-flowing, wispy hair and my, and my happiness. And I thought that's what they can't handle. That's what this club can't handle is me. Have we checked on our uh, happy? Have we checked on our Deepak Chopra community? The, I don't the contingent. I don't really. I don't really know if Deepak has been getting my emails. Sure. Because what I have done is reached out and said, Deepak, I'm harnessing your aura on our show to get more listeners and to inspire more love. I'm just, I'm just chugging my cocktail right now to make this all <laughs> make a lot more sense. Or either to forget uh, it all. There it goes, goes again. Uh, where's my drinks? Uh, <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> this club, I was looking around. I was seeing the eyes of the people, the hearts of the people. The DJ, I had eye contact with the DJ. I realized everywhere in this club right now, this whole club, I'm not being handled by this. <laughs> this club cannot even handle me right now. As I look around, I see the faces uh, of the women and other little persons. There is lots of love, but it is a cheap kind of love. The, the party purses. We, we, we added mannerisms to his repertoire. This yeah, now episode. that you can see me, I'm, I'm standing on, I'm literally standing up with a microphone going like, what is the deal with airplane food? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Fizzle Show. I am Chase Reeves, the white one. Uh, we have Corbett Barr and Barrett Brooks. The Garrett Barrett, we, we decided, should definitely be a country star. Hey, I'm Barrett Brooks. I want to sing a little song for you. It goes, you're a and hard, and everybody knows that. 
my dog. You know? Cause I got friends yeah. in low places. Yeah, you do. And I'm not just talking about being on my knees. So, uh, uh, guys, how you doing? (laughs) It's our, it's our, we're in the same room again. That's why we sound so good. That's why there's so much life in our voice. We've been working our arses off. We have. We've oh been my cranking. goodness! Arses. Uh, it's the end of the day. We've been working real hard. We meant to start recording an hour ago, but we kept like <laughs> kept working. Yeah, tweaking. tweaking. Uh, and the, the episode that you guys, or as Barrett would say, y'all listened y'all. to last week yeah. about growth. Well, that happened yesterday. <laughs> I don't want to to us that happened yesterday. Yeah. I don't want to show you how the podcast sausage is made, <laughs> but. That actually was yesterday, mm-hmm. and between then and now, we have just been—we basically woo. implemented everything we talked. Everything about. we talked about yeah. yesterday. It's no, it's honestly, done. do a quick recap. We made we made a list of all the places where we have leads. We then worked on optimizing the conversion on all those places, and then we decided on on new joints for that stuff. Yeah. So, and then Chase slept fifteen minutes last night. I had at least seven minutes, and only seven minutes. Of You're sleep actually last doing night. really well for that. Well, because like I was, I wanted to wake up early, go for a run, and I almost did because I wasn't, I hadn't fallen asleep yet. It was like, oh, it's six thirty. My alarm was set for six thirty, and I haven't slept yet. Sure. Uh, so I almost went, got it, went up and got for a run. But then I was like, dude, I, I have a whole day. We're working our arses off. We're going out tonight. So let's instead let me just lie in bed mm-hmm. and I'll just breathe. Yeah, do my meditation stuff. But still, honestly, ten hours later after getting into bed, my heart is still just like pounding. And I'm just listening to it in my ear. I, I had, anyways, I have an app on my phone that just does white noise. I'm just yeah. cranked up, cranked up, earplugs in, whole nine yards. I have more sympathy for you and your condition when I hear about these things. Oh, I could, I could get real clear, real clear. By the way, tip, tip and trick for yeah. the rich tip for the audience. Go, tell them your, your concrete headlines, rich, rich tip. Get clear. Get, be specific. Be specific. Don't say, all I had for you was a smile and a handshake. Say, all I had was a warm handshake and a grinny smile. Say, say something more specific. In your headlines. Don't say, like, how to grow a business. Say, how to grow a life-altering, mind-blowing business that nobody's ever heard of. Say, and how to grow we'll a never- business on LSD. Come on, get specific, people. Exactly. <laughs> so mm-hmm. today, we want to talk about a lot of stuff. And uh, uh, because <laughs> this is one of the bigger sort of topics, right? This is the thing. Everybody comes in and is like, it's like <laughs> okay, here's here's me coming in. I'm sort of like the guy with, <laughs> with the like Nordstrom Rack T-shirt and like the the the, the Lucky Brand jeans and like the three kids that you can't see but you already know. He's got the, he comes. He's like, all right. So I was on LinkedIn the other day. I I need a personal brand. Okay. Yeah. Can you? Uh, I want I want to know. How where to am I going to find brand. it? Is it over next to the Tommy Bahama shirt? Yeah. So hey, real quick question. I want to get some social media buttons on my site, and I need a personal brand. <laughs> How do we do that? Yeah. It's this thing that like has, has gotten all this. Everybody talks about personal brand. Some people have made their whole business on personal brand. And for those of us who have been in the web world for a long time, we, I, I kind of like go, like kind of roll my eyes at it. Cause, because what you're looking for is an easy button, and you're looking for, uh, like, hey, how do I look better than I am half the time? You know, you, know, you would never say that. Uh, but what, what, what we're really talking about here is the people in the universe and need to understand who you are and what you stand for. Well, let's, there's, let's divide this up into two ideas, because there is one, one way that this whole topic, when you say personal branding, it kind of sounds like bullshit, right? It's like a bullshit nothing thing mm-hmm. that people build into a thing so that you feel like you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... There's also the using yourself as a brand as opposed to, for example, Fizzle. We could be Corbett Barr or Chase Reeves or something. That yeah. could be our brand. Yeah. It could be that we're very much be, Chase Reeves. It could be ChaseReeves.net. Right. And that's where you find this stuff. So there's kind of two ways about mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Because yep. each of us, even though we have a brand called Fizzle, we still have personal brands, yep. which really just means how we present ourselves to the world. Yeah. And what, and how, and what, or even more specifically, how the world perceives you. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Versus let's build an entire brand around us. And we mm-hmm. need to talk about both of those because I think people listening are probably interested to the ins and outs and yep. who's it's and what's it's on both sides. By yeah. the way, I had to stand up because you were standing and I was sitting and you're it was feeling my very, energy at you. The, yes. 
And then you were both standing, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so so, so Barrett, Barrett luckily, is now standing. Luckily, Barrett has a, a whole notebook on this thing that he's put together. He has a workshop that he does on personal branding because he's from the South. Yes. Um, he and, always has, yeah. And that's just how... That's just how he just has workshops for anything you need. And it reads, well, how buy a columned mansion, make mint juleps, <laughs> invite friends over, buy and a, talk about fake things. <laughs> buy a columned mansion? I mean, with like marble columns and stuff? Marble columns. <laughs> and yes, I'm boy. I don't, I don't think they're... They're more like, you know, the Roman... Yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen those say, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the closing scene of Gone with the Wind. I know what you mm-hmm, mean. Mm-hmm. Can you okay. see us now, right now? You don't have your glasses on can you see us i can see a little bit right now <laughs> you like, look kind of you look kind of smarmy without glasses he's like smarmy. i can tell that one has a mustache <laughs> is that is that chase <laughs> yeah, over there yeah. that one, that one. okay so let's get yeah. into the deal here all right so barrett you basically you have this thing you take people through and i want us to kind of like conversate around it all right i don't want you to give your whole spiel because i want like the real deal the real deal stuff because well the the one I give to real people is fake so yeah the real the real people one actually conversely not a real one so where would you start when people talk when it's like like what's the scenario someone comes up to you and says hey I want a personal brand great so uh, it's not all that different from where we started with uh, growth yesterday mm-hmm. and I think there's a, a great research topic of course called intentional growth theory and what that says is that. In order to get somewhere where you want to go, are you talking about ITT? No, no, IGT. IGT. Yeah. God, what is wrong with you? No, I, I, ITT is another numbers in, and letters toe theory. I'll make you feel better. Numbers and letters there, just don't. Yeah. There is a T in growth. Yeah, yeah, good. And there's also a T in gin and tonic. Actually, there's not if you pronounce it like we did yesterday. Growth. Growth. <laughs> okay, so hold on. Intentional growth theory. Okay, so what it says is. In order to go where you want to go as a human being, to get better as a person, you have to understand where you are today, right? And that's the only way you can you can make up the gap between the two. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to personal branding, you have to understand, okay, how am I being in the same vein? How am I being perceived today? Mm-hmm. And how do I want to be perceived in the world? Mm-hmm. And then your goal over time is to build your brand towards that image that you want to other people to perceive you as, yeah. right? Yeah. And so in between here and there, you have to act like that, number one, but then you also have to have an external reflection of how it is that you want to be perceived. Right? Yeah, that identifying, so kind of two sides of the, it, right? the defining and identifying and discovering or whatever yep. of that image you want to cut in three years. This is really all bringing us full circle to the first episode of the show uh, mm-hmm. about finding your voice. Because yep. we really talked about how it's really self-actualization or self-realization, like yeah. understanding how the world perceives you. It's a really hard thing to do. Oh, no doubt. Right? Yeah. And, then, and then there's a lot of ways that you'd want to be perceived, right? Like, for, for instance, up there on the list, if you have no traffic, up there on the list would be like, I want to be the kind of person who's perceived as the kind of place that has a lot of traffic. I want a lot of traffic, right? right? Well, yeah. So you can put naked pictures on your website, like I always say, and you can get a lot more traffic. You can get, a, you know, all of this kind of stuff. But that, now we're talking about that, that might feel out of line with some of your other values. Mm-hmm. And you did, okay, so it's not just traffic. I'm curious. I have a lot of naked I'm curious. websites. Because <clears throat> I get the feeling Barrett's uh, personal brand is somewhat cultivated. Mm-hmm. But so this club, I mean. Yours, I think, could go either way, but I get the feeling that it's not particularly cultivated, Chase. Well. Or it's extremely <laughs> cultivated. Uh, what, do you, I, what do you think? I would say, I would. I, I'm Seriously, literally much- the last person who who uh, my opinion probably matters less on that than than anybody else else in the world. What do you mean? Your opinion about how cultivated your I, personal it's not a, yeah. it's not an opinion because because I can I can believe I'm cultivated, but if I don't appear that way, then then that's not my brand. Well, cultivated mm. is your perception, and then the reflection of that is how other people. Yeah, well, it, if your brand if your personal brand is like I'm pretty cultivated, so I'm. Uh, I'm not saying your brand is. Cultivated. I'm saying your brand is cultivated. Does that make sense? Well, so hold I'm on. saying you. If I'm a culture, <laughs> yes, like a yogurt <laughs> or a kefir, a kefir, uh huh, a kombucha, a kombucha. What's the mother of a kombucha? What is that called? It's a, a, a the the plant itself. Yeah, there's like no, that's like the, the pod, the, the glob, the pod. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's gross. Have you ever seen yeah. it, Barry? Oh yes, I've the, seen this. The juice placenta. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, hold on. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So you're talking about uh, and uh, something something growth theory. What IGT? Yeah. Okay. So you have to start with kind growth? of this like uh, woo woo kind of side of things, right? Which is you do have to be intentional about 
who am I and what do I want to be perceived Which to as? me is, to, to me, that's it, right? Yeah, it really is. You spend some time on that and you're going to realize, A, you're making up a lot of stuff. B, there's a lot of black holes that you're the last person to be able to see, mm-hmm. right? That's why it's so great to bring other people in on this. Hey, I'm thinking of being this guy. They're like, you're not that guy right. or something like that, right? See, see letting, this, letting this happen over time is going to be the hardest thing in the world because you want it all to be right now. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to get a new website. I'll sign yep. it up, and then I'm going to have a personal brand. When really, the, 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 the value of this stuff over time is in you being convicted and believing the words that are coming out of your mouth. Because we all start by saying stuff we don't actually believe in just because we heard a Gary Vaynerchuk or a Corbett Barr say that. Kind yeah, of no well, let me And let me ask, like, what if this is all just ego-driven bullshit? I think, and, yeah, well, okay, so what do you mean? Well, what if what really matters is the change you're trying to make in the world and the impact you're trying to have and thinking that your personal brand or whatever really matters is just something driven out of ego and a desire for people to like you and to hold you up on a pedestal. Yeah. Instead of your ideas and your impact, and 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 maybe that's not a bad thing, but I'm just saying, what if that's all it is? What I think I think it is on some level. Is? It's kind of like this this pursuit of personal growth over time, and the that external reflection is, of that. I like to me that is what this has been about for me uh, for the last ten years. Like figuring out who I am and what I'm here for. It's never been about how do I say it or how do I per, how do I put that out. I'm all but by fig, by trying to put something because I'm a writer because I'm a blogger because I'm publishing things even if they're back in the day you know five years ago on write to mean.com just like like a site my mom knew about and like three cousins or something like that you know i still was trying to make that cut an image that felt like hey look at this guy it's fun it's fresh it it feels light but there's also some meaningful kind of moving content in there like i i I was always searching for that and it was by trying to get to that expression over the last five to six years that i that i kind of you kind of learn what it is do you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. you're trying to express this thing that you don't know how to express yet. So you're grasping for concreteness in a world of just total ambiguity because mm-hmm. you're a crazy person with all this anxiety and emotion around and you don't and you don't have the experience. If yep. I was 45 years old and I'm like I know I'm, I listen, you could tell me what life's like, but I'm pretty sure I have a good a good grasp. I'm confident I have a good grasp on what my life looks yeah, like. Yeah. Then it would be a different story, but instead I'm this 25-year-old kid trying to put up a website to some crap, you know. Well, but I think if if you're trying to put personal brand first without any substance behind it then it's kind of like having a really well-designed website with nothing to say right Mm -hmm. and so if you're at that age and you're like you're putting out writing because you want people to think how you know to realize how great you are but you don't have anything to say then you're not going to get anywhere with it Mm -hmm. and i think what you realize later is now you say in in some of your defining your audience videos and stuff most people go about building a website by going me, 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 yeah. me, me. Thinking about like, how is this going? Why should people care about me? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And in reality, if you just had something to say, wouldn't that take your personal brand a lot further? Because now they're like, oh, that's really interesting. Who is this guy mm-hmm. behind this mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, no you doubt. I mean? And I think the reason it gets such a bad rap as a concept is that so many people start from that wrong space. Mm. You know, rather than there's a gap between who you really are or who you act as in person or when people actually see you in life. And then what you try to make yourself look like online or wherever. Mm-hmm. And that gap is what makes everybody think that personal branding is a bunch of BS. Mm. Because they see so many people who try to be one thing on the internet, and then they meet them in person. And it's like, wait, yeah, that's not the same thing. You know, you could be just put a different face on mm-hmm. that online brand. and Well, and that's, that's just that's thinking about someone as being fake. And that's right. the same as when you watch somebody who you feel is like two-faced. Because, yeah, for sure. Because you go, you're in like a public setting and they mm-hmm. act one way and then... They're like a total slob or whatever, you know, sailor mouthed or whatever behind the scenes. Yeah. Yep. And so the two don't line up and you that disconnect causes a lack of trust because you don't know who the person really is. Right. Right. And so with personal branding, I'm guessing, I don't know, I'm like Chase on this. I don't know much about it, except that I have thought about it. Mm-hmm. But the idea is, I would imagine, to try to make those two things fit together better. Yeah, no doubt. Right? Couple okay, so a couple things that I'm I'm picking up, and what I typically start with when I've do I've done workshops and, and a lot of work on branding, right? As a designer, and first and foremost, there's two things. Okay, your brand is not what you put out there; it's what's respond, it's what comes back at you from the world. 
Okay, and I mean, if you we can get that's just a little bit woo woo, but whatever. Let's think about it that way. It's not, hey, I put this on the page as my brand. It's like, no, how does that resonate in the hearts and minds of the people who are coming to your website? Okay? Yeah. First of all, let's like I always like to start there because your your job is to communicate clearly. Okay, your job isn't to come up with a flashy headline. Your job isn't to feel sexy and, and cool. Your job is to communicate clearly so that you have the effect in the people that that you want to have. Right. Then, second of all, um, <laughs> brain fart. Big time. Well, let me just think about it. But I, ha- I had it right there. Okay, now I got it. I got it now. Oh, you do? But go you ahead. go. You go, go first. Well, I was just going to say. So along the lines of personal branding, not jiving with who you really are. Yeah. It's it's similar. Yo, man, I thought you. <laughs> it's similar. Not that kind of jive. <laughs> it's the similar. It's similar Yo, thing. How come I show up at your website? Whoa! I almost <laughs> broke my computer. <laughs> my computer was telling me something. <laughs> Don't do that. It's racially weird. <laughs> It's, it's it's similar in the corporate world. So branding, I think, is the same thing in a lot of ways as personal branding because Comcast could say, hey, like we only care about you mm-hmm. and we love you and we're here to serve you. Yeah. And then your every experience you've ever had with Comcast is the most horrific. Yep. <laughs> it makes me think like of what we, we had this. We do it on our uh, our course in Fizzle on um, on elevator pitches. We go. You went through like a handful of taglines. Yeah, like the headlines, taglines, the logo, and the, the ones that don't things, jive, and the ones that are so bad. And one of them is just well, the, the customer is always right. Like, like it was like Delta Airlines. Right. The customer is always right, or something like that's their tagline on well, the website. Some, so there are some that are empty. Yeah, they're, they're meaningless. And personal branding could be the same thing. Mm-hmm. You could mm-hmm. try to put forth a personal brand that's really empty. Yeah. There are, but then there are the other ones that are incongruent with who you really are right. or who the brand really is. Yeah, yeah. and they're so. just they're vapid fake. My so favorite, well, no, 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 go ahead. The Jump second in. thing for me is uh, so the first one being okay. You can do a lot of work and put a lot of stuff on the page, but what your brand is is what you represent over time to the people that are your audience. Okay, uh, the the lo- like there's this great there's this great. Um, I always think of branding as, as like like things that you put out in the world are like love bites, and you're trying to get them to them to love you, like trying to actually elicit love, an emotional response, a sense of of trust and and integrity, and, and they 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 love you, right? Mm-hmm. This is the dream. Um, then the second part being nobody gives a shit about your brand. Everybody cares a great deal for their own brand. Okay, so this isn't just about like people with a website that is their own unique you, you know URL. This isn't just for people who are on Facebook and Twitter with a with a business page or something. This is for every per, every single person has a brand. In my branding workshop, I I do like I, I there's this big slide that I have of dogs, all these different dogs, right? And there's little dogs, like little scruffy dogs. There's big old like bulldogs. There's golden retrievers like running, you know, just like gleefully running. There's the ha- basset hounds. Or, like, Every dog, you look at them, you so clearly get what that dog is, what that dog represents, and what it's like. Like, they, like and with dogs, it's so clear to see what their quote-unquote brand is. I think that's like a, a fun metaphor to, to think about, like which one are you in some ways, you know? So this is what a brand is. Also, you walk into a room full of people at a cocktail party and you go, Hey, everyone, I help people try to understand social media and leverage more verticals to increase revenue. Conversation stop for a second before everybody slowly turns around and back into their conversations. Right. Then uh, let's try let's try that again. Except this time, a puppy walks in the room, and people like throw like all the women are throwing their cocktails and everyone jumping on the little yellow lab that just walked in. And this this instant like love fest that comes from. Oh my God! Look at you. Where's your daddy? Is he single? You know, it's like it's like think of the difference between those two things. Sorry. And so, what, and what, what happened to you in the past thirty minutes? <laughs> it's a long day. It's a long day. Uh, but but when I so when I now to clarify, I've done a lot of work with with brands of businesses, right, and of entities. Personal branding is a much different beast, though there are so many of the same same concepts, right? So what we I think what we've covered up to now is a sense that like I think we said a handful of great things. One of them is what are you trying to get from this? If you're trying to just be perceived as something that you are not because that thing that you are not would make you successful. If you're trying to be perceived as successful because you are not. Okay, 
But we all have to do our work. We all have to kind of like do our hair before we go out, you know, even though that's not the real me necessarily, right? right? Um, so, yeah, your mileage may vary on that. But also understand this is going to take place over the time. It, it's going to grow. And what matters most is the way that your audience ends up talking about you and feeling and sharing about you in some ways. That, is, that will be your brand because you can get up on, on stage and try to be the whole thing and, and be like, you know, the, the empty shell of a of – a, you know, what Jesus would call a whitewashed tomb. And it's just important that we're bringing the Lord's words into this because I Always. just think that Maslow's hierarchy of needs speaks directly to the plight of the Christian in America and yeah. the persecution. No, but but what you brought up in our first episode, self-actualization is the very tippy-top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I love personal branding as an exploration uh, or as a journey to get to there. Yep. You know, self-actualization, just go look it up and think about it and meditate on it for a little bit because that's that's the point, not of your business, but of your life also. <laughs> you know, this is what we're all seeking is to try to figure out who we are and then just own the schnitzel out of it. Just mm-hmm. like, lay, like and then and then having your success come from there, a sex, success that you've defined. Not that like Gary Vaynerchuk is defined for you and then you're trying to fit into those shoes. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's it, like actors, they refer to their body their their abilities as their instrument right you just think of who you are and what you can do as your instrument you have to play it yeah given its abilities Mm -hmm. oh i know all about that yeah yeah i know i know my instrument very well (laughs) exactly so there's a uh, there's a quote i love on this that i think kind of sums up this initial part of the conversation and i think it's tony shier says that uh a brand is simply an external reflection of internal values Yep. And so like regardless of what you put out into the world, you know, on the web or whatever, intentionally, people are always going to over time recognize what you truly value through your actions. Yeah. And so to me, personal branding is the documentation of the exploration of finding that out about yourself. Zappos is a really great example they because great example. they don't, they don't stay anywhere right. or not that I know of. They don't talk about, we care about you. Mm-hmm. We're the greatest customer service, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then everyone says that about them yep. because of the experiences they've had. You know, they have like their eight or 10 core values or whatever, yep. and they're pretty public about those, but they live that and the way they do business. It is a great that. example. So you trust, you know, and it's so, a great example. If you've ever had to return everything, anything to Zappos, if you've ever had to buy anything on, on Zappos or like done whatever, if you interact with it, there's all these touch points for love bites that can just, that, that, re- that just make that experience so wonderful. And now I think other companies match that like Amazon's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people still think Zappos is the customer yeah. service company Amazon's because great, but it's, a, it's impersonal, isn't it? Like you, you, like I get to return my stuff all the time, every time. It's yeah. wonderful, so I get the utility. But Zappos is like, hi, thanks for doing that, I'm Trisha. It's really hot in Vegas. How are the Celtics doing? It looks like you're in Boston. Well, Trisha, I'm in Portland. Oh, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> But some Portland, of that, I love Portlandia. But what I'm saying is, some of that I think just comes from the fact that Zappos jumped on that train before anybody else, before it was such a, a thing yeah. to be really good at customer sure, service. Sure. Yep. And so now we talk about them that So way. the beautiful thing, though, right, that's why they got all the press about it, but the beautiful thing about this is that there's not a finite pie to personal branding, right? You don't. There's not a finite pie of Gary Vaynerchuk types in the world mm-hmm. or whoever types in the world. You can be you, and that's okay. There's no reason not to be that. Mm-hmm. And so the, the challenge up front is, who, who am I, right? Mm-hmm. The first question, and then... How do I reflect that through my branding of myself in the world, I think? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, this makes me think of uh, it, a recent conference, XOXO, Kevin Kelly spoke, the, like one of the godfathers of the internet. Um, uh, and and he, he just had this amazing way of making scientific, uh, of making sort of data-driven insights about our creative work that we do on the web like i like us like everybody out there who's like i'm a blogger i'm a this that and the other and so he's talking about like the data about this stuff and, and saying like no this is this is working it's good There's all this stuff and he says as the uh opportunities and pos- as a possibilities of success get more varied in terms of what success like as the as those possibilities and opportunities grow so do the ways in which that success will look so whereas before, what it looked like to be successful online was you're either going in the Chris Brogan, Chris Brogan, Gary Vaynerchuk path, or you're going in like the Michael Port sort of write the bestseller book path, or you're going in the, the this kind of like there's all these predefined sort of paths and ruts that you were kind of felt like you had to be defined by. And now with the, what we're, we're 
what we're seeing is like all of, all of this stuff is making just more ways to be successful. And di- everything starts to look a lot more unique mm-hmm. and a lot more different. And where there may be three types of success online before, now there are 390 or something like that, you know? And, and you can define your own path to success because what you're talking about is we, we need to probably the, the essential bit here in your personal brand to me <clears throat> is something that comes down to how valuable you are whether or not you solve my problem, mm-hmm. whether or not you solve a problem. Like you stand for something. Hey, I don't think this should be going on. So I'm putting my life towards making this not happen, right? Well, and think- over 10 years, now look at you. You're the person who does that thing, and we all recognize you as that person that did that mm-hmm. thing. Well, I think that's what Barrett's saying about it being a reflection of your internal values. Totally. And not everybody has those values that right. they actually totally want to be useful. That's the hard part, right? Right. Yeah. If you're Paris Hilton or something, yeah, sure. you probably don't really care about creating value. Or, you know, if you just want to hang out and have don't some talk, fun. Or, don't talk down on Paris Hilton. Um, you know, a bartender at a crazy-ass bar in a big city that What's just needs bar? to be, uh, oh, God, uh, who just needs to be entertaining <laughs> and kind of put on a show happen. every night. Kind of the, the Tom Cruise character who's throwing the bottles up in the air and acting like an idiot or whatever. Idiot? Um, Try coolest guy in the world. <laughs> Yeah, okay. But Tom his, Cruise his, and Cocktail is awesome. <laughs> so that bartender, though, may not need the same brand that somebody who's teaching corporate marketing or whatever. Oh, you know totally, what I mean? Yeah. And so the values is a big part of it. it. There's no right answer on values. That's right. about you. Yeah. Uh, so nobody can judge you on and that. that. What it makes me think of what you just said is like, the, the less about values and more about like the audience, right? If you're a bartender guy and you want to be crazy, sexy, cool bartender guy, right? You have to look, be act. You probably are already look being acting a certain way, so that because the people that are going to be attracted to that or who who need that kind of stuff, they they receive things in a specific way, right? Just like the marketing directors that you would be selling to mm-hmm, as a consultant mm-hmm. for enterprise corporations, right. they have a very different life. Yeah. And, and being able to, to, to think the way they think, talk the way they talk, interact with them the way they, they interact with you is so valuable and part of your brand. Sure. I want to differentiate, though, between uh, what I would call skills versus um, values. Oh, okay. Because to me, values are who are you? What do you believe? What do you want to do in the world? What do you think is wrong in the world? What are mm-hmm. you, you know, passionate about solving? Or, you know, what problems are you going after? Yeah. Uh, skills, then, are if I need to be able to juggle bottles to appear the way that my audience wants me to appear, because that's a reflection of my belief in entertaining people and giving them a great time every night, yeah. then you need to go figure out how to juggle bottles yeah. and not cut your hand off in the process or whatever, yeah. right? And so to me, there's a two different things, yeah. right? There's a skill of appealing to a corporate executive uh, in a communication style there, but it reflects a value that you have as a person that's all about you. Yeah, I like it. So do you have a framework for us to walk through? or To think through this part of it? Yeah, So, or just the whole thing. Yeah, so, okay, so you got to turn this into actionable stuff, basically, right? Wait, real quick, before we just do that, Sure. there's like a bunch of like concrete little specifics. Yep. Like I think specifically of like a URL, mm-hmm. right? I, was a, I have a friend, uh, Nick, who, who had a website that he was like trying to build and it was at like, you know, you know, subdomain.wordpress.com. And mm-hmm. I'm like, first and foremost, just get your own URL. That's mm-hmm. literally the only thing you can own in this world is a, is a URL. Right. And, and, that, and you can own the traffic to that thing, no matter what your platform, whether you're using WordPress or Tumblr or Squarespace or all this other stuff. You can always change that as long as the, the stuff's all pointing to a URL mm-hmm. that you yep. own. Yeah, yeah. So if you're at something.wordpress.com or something.tumblr or something.squarespace or something that anything, that just means that you don't have the control. You don't you don't Correct. get to you you're don't just renting to, instead of owning. Yeah, you're renting instead of owning, which yeah. is great as a way to just like listen, I don't want to think about this right now. I just want to if you did this just to like write and write and write and write and write and write and write, that's fine. Do but it. But a URL costs but $10. But guess what? It costs 10 bucks and it's like so easy to set up sure. even using like a Tumblr or WordPress.com sure. or or uh Squarespace or something like that. So like things like that, like having that, having yeah. your Twitter, having There's your definitely Facebook. a land grab there. I mean, because your name is a, there is finite space on the web for your name. Yeah. And the example I always use is there's a um, Super Bowl champion Pittsburgh Steeler who's retired now named Barrett Brooks. And I know he's pissed off that I own BarrettBrooks.com. But I own it, and he never gets to buy it from me yeah. because that's my name. It's never going to change. However, so. by the so, way, if the Chase Reeves who owns ChaseReeves.com is out there, listen, I get it. You're doing good in the college pitching game. <laughs> I get the I get the Google alerts. I see what you're doing out there, and congratulations. But guess what? That arm's gonna fade real fast. And guess who's not gonna fade real fast? Because I'm giving my life for something a little deeper. So the the no, but give me honestly. Let me buy that from you. 
right, Chase? So the personally branded domain, however, I, I don't necessarily think that your personal brand has to be your no, not at all. full no. name. Right, right. That, yeah, I want to make the difference. If, like, you're, yeah. if you're Gary V, people know who Gary V is on Twitter because True. he chose to make that part of his personal That's brand. Right. And they That's knew right. who Gary V was when it was winelibrary.tv, so when, the, it, when it was uncorked.com. So the when important it was all point that then is if Barrett Brooks had owned barrettbrooks.com, the, the football player, if he had already owned it, it would not be the end of my personal branding journey. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Take yeah. it from ChaseReeves.net. You could have There's been lifeafter.com. You could have been B Brooks or something. Easily, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not I want to, that I want to big start a support deal. community for people who didn't get their dot com. <laughs> Are you suffering from dot net or dot TV? It doesn't oh, exist. Dot info? <laughs> dot biz. Let's be honest. Dot info, you really It sucks, really but it up. could be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. Join our community group where we meet monthly. Okay, discuss- so the point here was make the land grab. If, if you can, it's not that much money. It costs zero money to get your Twitter handle and your whatever else. So right. just, just own the thing. Wasn't there a tool? There was, there's so many of these tools that would like go out and tell you what's available at like all the places. Do you there's remember that? There still are, yeah. Do you remember which one of them was? Um, no, I'm not. Let's look hand. it up, put it in the show notes. Look it up. Let's put, look it up and put it in the show notes because there's something you can put in and you can just like, hey, uh, I'm Chase Reeves. You throw that in and it says like Tumblr, blah, 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 all these ones. And you can, I think some of them have like the integrations where you can like sign up there even or just like you click yeah, the link and you it showed sign you all up the popular them, ones, uh, which is awesome. Yeah. For any kind of brand, not just your own personal mm-hmm. brand. I mean, because mm-hmm. if you don't have an Orcat, you know, sort of th- on Orcut. Yeah, if you're face, not big on uh, High Five. High Five. Uh, Ryunet.haruken is awesome. <laughs> That's my favorite. Mm. Good. Haruken! <laughs> Haruken! <laughs> What's our next step, Eric? Yeah. yeah. All right, so now we kind of move into this phase of uh, being intentional about how we are positioning ourselves. Very similar to a business where you want different frameworks for how you want people to talk about you. And so the way I teach it is you start with maybe three words or phrases Mm -hmm. that you want to describe you or that you kind of want your brand to embody in the minds of others. And so for me, for example, on Twitter, I think, or LinkedIn, I chose entrepreneurial ruckus maker, uh, perpetual learner, and servant leader. What about chief disruption officer? And that's fourth, but you only get three, so. (laughs) Got it. Got it. You're like, I'm Netflix for underpants. This is exactly right. Whitey, tidy underpants. Whitey, tidy. Yes. Tidy, whitey. And so those are just words that appeal to me. Those are things that I identify with, that I feel like my work embodies, that I try to embody in the way that I act and do all the things in the world, right? So if you start there, it's hard because you got to go through and make a list of 100 or whatever, 50 or 25, Mm -hmm. and then say, okay, which ones are most important though? Which ones are the ones that if two people are in a room, if you two were in a room talking about me, if I could choose three words or phrases for you to say about me, what would they be? Ruckus and it's just an interesting, uh, interesting exercise to go through that. And that's not. See, if I were to brand you, I would say, "I'm like your your wife's favorite pool boy ever. Oh, I'm like the dream your wife has about owning a pool." We're gonna I keep a say, tally here of how many episodes in a row we we <laughs> I would deal say, with yeah, this. Good call. I would he, say, "Are you kidding me? Who has a jawline like that?" It usually goes three or four. So I would uh, I would modify that a little bit cool. because I think you can have values about yourself that are very um, commonplace or bland mm-hmm. in some ways. And just like a business, you have to realize that there are, I mean, there are more people on the planet than businesses, I mm-hmm. would imagine, six billion or seven billion or whatever we're up to now. Um, you have to stand out in some way. And so when you look at people that have some interesting achievements, like uh, Chris Gillibo was a great example. He was on this quest to visit every country in the world by the time he turned 35. That's the kind of thing that you can say that no one else can say, yep. right? Or uh, if you are a New York Times bestseller, that's the kind of thing that you can say that very few people can say. Yep. So if you just say like that I'm interested in X, Y, and Z, and a lot yep. of other people are also saying the same kind of thing, then it might not serve you very well. Well, going back to making it concrete. Yep. Yeah. Using a real clear example. Oh, yeah. Specific. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Friends with black people. Niche down a little bit. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So to me, that's that's kind of step two. <laughs> I like is, that one just flew over there. Can, can you expand <laughs> a little bit? I saw bit on it on this. your face. Like it didn't really fully break out, but there was a flash of like, what's it? oh my God. <laughs> well, I was going to go more specific, but. <laughs> Chase Reeves, this club cannot handle me right now. No. Cannot handle. Oh God! You want to uh, do it though. I do. That's I do, the I thing. Okay. You have it in you. So, uh, so you think, think about your values. That's yeah. So, and, and then I think the next step is to expand on that a little bit. And, and if you get three sentences now, now you can do exactly what you just said. Chris Gilbo can say, you know, visited every country in the world by the age of thirty-five, mm-hmm. and that says a lot about who he is and what he does and how he acts in the world. 
And so if you had three uh, sentences to convince somebody of why you're unique, why you're special, you know, why you're the most unique starfish in the world or whatever, what would that look like on paper? Mm -hmm. And this is useful for things like LinkedIn descriptions or anywhere where you get a little bit more space to talk about yourself and people walk away with a perception of you. And then you can take that out and draw it to, you know, a page like you might put on an about page on a website or something like that. And then you get to expand a little bit and talk about your dog and your mm-hmm. girlfriend and all the fun stuff like that. Which is interesting to me and exciting to think about. Okay, like you had this quote, Barrett, from, um, <laughs> I can't remember what episode it was, but you said, like, uh, think about the body of work right now for the body of work. Like, be writing and creating things now for the body of work you want to have in five mm-hmm. years. And I like that. It still stuck with me. It's like, what? because the question that it poses is, what's the? what do you want your body of work to look like in right. five years? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of, like, I want there to be, like, here's the, like, these 12 posts go together on, yep. in, around a topic. These ones do, too. And I, these are the two sort of themes of the last several years. Um, I want, I want, like, it made me think through something like that. And so you could say, okay, and what I'm always uh, encouraging younger entrepreneurs to do within Fizzle is, is like, and not younger in age, just younger in, in terms of their journey is, like, in three years, listen, two years, we just had, had conversations today with uh, uh, about a couple fizzlers that are about two years into the process of their men, of their journey with fizzle, and they're, they just did these big launches, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh my God, they're kicking butt. Mm-hmm. It's and That's two years after they kind of joined up with the crew that like then started taking it seriously. Here in fizzle.co, again, fizzle.co slash try, fizzleshow.co slash try. And in just a little bit, let's do a, another minute, 60 second read out on what what's what's new maybe we'll just say uh, talk about the uh, the video course yeah okay lib did um but uh two years is it maybe maybe just think about i always used to say like three to five but that also feels really long so two years actually <coughs> mm-hmm. and probably feels super long too. but i think i think we're skipping over something i i agree i think that's we're gonna a get good, there for a good sure i think yeah but um we're skipping over something which is that you're supposing that somebody's going to have a body of work i right. think a lot of people yeah. think about mm-hmm. personal branding and they think I'm going to make this really gorgeous page. Well, I'm with not a, even talking about with body a photo work, of me and a description of who I am, yeah. and then that's going to be my personal brand. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine, but nobody's going to know about it unless you're doing things. But that's where it's not just back- about the body of work. Where I was going with this was about like I'm the person who did X. Well, I haven't done X yet, right? So you have okay. to, so you have a, you have some sure. time to plan mm-hmm. X, mm-hmm. Yep. right? I, I you know whatever's on your bucket list, whatever's on your thing, like however you know, I want to be I the wanna, PR. I want to be a published author. Yeah, yep. I want to yep. be. Yep. I want to run publicity for a nonprofit organization that does water stuff in Africa. I want to whatever yep. it is, right? You you think of that, create, get that clear clarity, mm-hmm. and and just because it's like I'm a PR expert that focuses on nonprofits specifically around a- Africa, it's like well. That's very concrete. That's very clear. Tell me what your experience is like. Well, you would have had to have experience in order to be able to say something like yep. that. But so you know you want to say that thing. And so now you can say, all right, let's in the next two years be able to say that. I like, I love that as a, as a way of number one, identifying what you want it to say. <coughs> and number two, uh, giving you some sort of a journey in this sort of a meaningless existence that we all live. And number three, um, <laughs> just like, you get to a point where you've done a thing. Oh yeah, you know, is yeah. it the right thing? I mean, there, there, you could all, you could always count your question yourself. Well, but I don't know if that's really what I want to do. Just, who cares, dude? You're never going to know. There's take never a an shot answer. of tequila yep. and go and throw the throw the put three ideas up there. Throw a dart with your eyes closed and be like, okay, let's just do that because all three of them could be great. So here's a great tool that we've used before that's yeah. perfect for the situation, and we talk about it in business terms usually. But this whole ten 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 concept yeah. is perfect for individuals too. Because you can totally. sit down and say, what are 10 projects, who are 10 people, and who are 10 companies or organizations yep. I'd like to work with throughout my career or in my personal life or whatever. you know. And mm-hmm. so you're reflecting what you are personally interested in onto a page. And this is going to be updated over time, sure. You know, maybe some fall off and new ones come on, but at least it gives you some intentionality. And I did this however many, whatever, years ago, and... You know, you were on the list, Corbett, and Seth Godin was on the list. And there, you know, once you put somebody's name on the page, you put an organization's name on the page, that moves into your brain and it becomes right. part of that intentional approach yeah. to what you, how you're approaching your work and your life and all that kind of thing. So I think it's a great tool here. I'll put that in the show notes. I was just making a note of that. Uh, that yeah, we wrote a, Chris Johnson wrote an article on it. Uh, and it is just the best because, and it, if you're in Fizzle, uh, watch his founder story because it's just this masterclass in intentionality. He mm-hmm. turns, it's not, yeah, I call it a masterclass in sales because that's what people are thinking of, but really the best part about what he does is he turns sales into intentionality yep. and saying like, I don't just sell to people, I sell to the people I want to sell yep. to. I love that. Mm-hmm. That changes everything yep. about how you live your life, let alone how you grow your business. Yeah, no doubt. So real quick, tell us about what's uh, the, the video course in, in Fizzle. Who knows the most? Barrett? Uh, sure. So Caleb uh, 
before he left us, so everyone knows that he's kind of out doing his own thing. CalebWajikFilms.com if you want to check him out. But uh, So he built a course on uh, shooting and editing video. And so he was kind of our resident expert on this topic while he was here. And as his kind of parting gift to Fizzlers, he built out a whole course kind of end-to-end. If Caleb were going to start from scratch and start doing video on his own website, how would he do it? And so he goes through equipment, he goes through lighting, he goes through editing, he goes through strategy. Um, and then he kind of closes out with a Chase Reeves style rant on how he would get started if he were starting today from scratch. Yeah. And Which it's just are, like, end up being course. great. Yeah, like, yeah those, definitely. It's awesome. It's a great rant. And I did the same thing in the, um, the, the podcasting. No, it's the design one. Oh, web yeah. design, uh, uh, the, fact, the essentials of web design for business builders, for people who aren't designers i did all this like education about like listen here's how we need to understand copywriting here's how we need to understand conversion here's how we need to understand color and layout and typography and all this stuff and i lay out a bunch of stuff and then at the end there's like this 25 minute rant i'm like now let's get listen let's let's get real and a lot of people actually are taking that course and they're tweeting that out they're the bits about fanciness and effectiveness and design yeah and the difference between the two but i do this 25 minute rant well they're watching a lot of them are watching the youtube version that we published the the which i'll put in show notes version yep um, but, uh, that, those rants, yep. after you put together a whole course on like where you're trying to cover all the bases, you know, you're trying to like, actually just like, okay, let's, no matter what you want to do, here's the basics of this kind of stuff. Here's how mm-hmm. to, here's the essentials, here's the expert size type stuff. And then you finally get to go like, now just if I was doing it and then say, like, oh, just, and then you just, yeah and then you just get it all out it's kind of yeah. good that it comes at the end though. oh it's so yeah, good need to hear yeah. all the stuff well because you build it all up and it, you know the person watching it, it's like oh my god i can never do all this right and then you say okay but i know where you are but if you gave them just the here's what you need to do in five steps they'd be like but wait a second why wouldn't i do this or that right but yeah if they already know that then yep it's, yep yeah. okay so that's a new new course that we just put out in there uh we've got some new founder stories and stuff too but uh let's save those for another day Fizzleshow.co slash try. You get six weeks for free as a podcast listener. Uh, so we know we know you're going to love it. So take it on. Yep. Try it. You will yep. love it. Okay. So, okay. So where are we right next? now? What we've, what we've done so far is we've said, okay, who are you? What do you want to be in the world? And then we've said, you've got three words, you've got three sentences and you've got a full page. And these are just assets for you at this yeah. point. They're on paper basically. And then you've got maybe your 10, 10, 10 list. Yeah. And so you've been intentional about how you want to be perceived and what work you want to do, what you want your Have body you ever work done to look stuff like. Where like you get someone else or a couple other people, like your mastermind group or other people involved. Oh, absolutely. In, like you're like, hey, this is where I'm yep. thinking of heading towards. This is what I, like because I feel like that could be a massive. Yeah, and asset. in corporate speak, that's like that whole idea of 360 degree evaluations, right? You ask your manager and the person. Hold that works on, Terry. For you I want. Goes, I like the idea for the verticals. It's just I want to do a 360 eval on this thing. All right, the blue sky is absolutely <laughs> loving it, right? Okay, but I'm wondering how shaky the ocean's going to get. So let's go ahead and get Molly and Sam in here. Sam, who I don't really like, Sam by the way, but he he has a good way of thinking this through. Uh, and to be honest. That's only a, really a 270 eval, but let's just try to do our best with it because we've got to sprint on this thing. So I'm thinking in the next six, seven months, we'll try to get this thing out the door. Um, so we got about 970 days to get this thing sort of sussed out. Uh, so let's, the point, the so point, in practical though, terms. The point, though, of getting other people involved is basically yeah. this this danger. I'm glad at least I should have stopped at 360 eval. <laughs> this, <laughs> this danger that you have a disconnect between yeah. who you want to be mm-hmm. and what people think of you yeah. already. And they're like, People are like, eh, he's yep. not really going to be able to pull that off. So right. it's better to get that done first instead of spending five years working towards this master plan, wondering exactly. why it's not connecting with anybody. And so, okay, so like if we want to put this in action right now, go ask a parent, a significant other, a boss, a customer, and a friend the three words they would use to describe you and compare that to what you put yeah. on the page. And, and also, that's going like, to tell you a lot. We about- were talking about strength finders. You, Corbett, had never done strength finders, and Barry and I both have. I think that's a, it's, it's sort of like corporate speak yep. about a person. Mm-hmm. So the words are all like, well, I'm a connector. Right, oh, really? Right. Oh, that's funny. I'm a maven. Huh? We should do some work together. Is that where <laughs> that stuff comes from? Uh, no, some maven is a different is. one, right. but like connector and influence, yeah, uh-huh. a lot of it comes from there. But it is kind of helpful, I think. So personality tests can be really great. So Myers Briggs is, is is a great one. Strength or they can be complete simple. bullshit. Or they can be the best so in the, the world, like the is, Enneagram. <laughs> they're yeah. a great primer, though. Like I said, yeah. um, they kind of get the conversation like started. Like I said, flowing. <laughs> uh, I think Strength Finder is a, a pretty decent one. I don't, you know, there's some science behind they're all, it. But they're all great. Uh, depending, you might think, like some of them. Here's you the secret like to them. them. I think they make you people tell feel them everything about themselves. They do. Yeah, they do. It's a but, fun thing to do dude, when you have something. It's like reading the astrology. Well, for me, for me, really, like the Enneagram for me was like a life changer. Yeah. 
because so there's nine personality types. I totally thought I was a three. Took all the tests and I was like, I knowing it. Of course, I'm a three. I'm Here. a total three. Like answering the questions, oh, I'm a total three. Ended up I'm a seven. Oh my god! Which I your whole life has changed now. No, but it I it's changed the it literally changed the way I looked at myself because I realized I'm not my dad. I'm a lot like him, but I also am Lindy Reeves' son. And that changed everything. And I started, and then I was like, oh, because literally the Enneagram, the chapter about me at least, and a lot of other people, it, it, tell, it told me exact. it told me what I daydream about. It tells me, it tells me the kind of nightmares what would, that what I would have. Hemingway or Charles Bukowski say about us talking about this garbage right now? Mm-hmm. What, do, what, what would they say? It's like, well, some people can't afford to hunt in the Sahara. <laughs> I can understand that. Also... Things didn't end so well for me, so maybe you shouldn't actually take me as your sort of guiding light. In the Sahara. I'm a uh, man. I'm a dead man. But I was a good man. And it was a long, hard journey as a man, as a father, as a dead man, and as a hunter. Because a hunter is what a man does. And a man does nothing when he's not hunting. I made the mistake of bringing up Hemingway. <laughs> way bad. Way bad. Okay, so here we go. Uh, so next up, um, there's a gap. Between where By you way, are about and like where like you want 10, to be. 10 to 12 minutes. All right, so let's hustle okay? here then. Uh, there's a gap between where you are and where you want to be. Okay, we've established that. Right now, you put down your intentionality on paper, right? You, who you want to be on paper, what projects you want to do, what companies you want to work with, whatever. Now, something has to make up that gap, right? So the next exercise I would recommend is what skills, experiences, and relationships would help you get closer to where you want to be, to the body of work you want, to the way you want to be perceived. Sk- say that again. Skills. Skills experiences uh-huh. and relationships. Okay. Okay. So you have to build a bridge between today and this envisioned reality in that the future. That makes you think of the 10, 10, 10. It right? does. And it's, so it's like, what are the steps between now and there? Yeah. If that's my ideal, what's the in-between? Like if I want yeah. Apple to be a client of mine, yep. what do I, what have, do I have to do first? No, do, or meet. Yep. Yeah. Do I have to meet? Yeah. If I want to be a successful exactly. black rapper, I should start by Go back sneakers. in time. Move to Atlanta. Change your parents. Yep. So get, yeah, exactly. Bigger clothes um, from the nineties. Okay, so Maybe now turn this is around all, backwards uh, with my brother, my twin brother. So to this point, we've done a lot of kind of existential exploration, right? Yeah. So now we, say, which to me, by the way, like that is this stuff. I'm guilty of like I will, I will always force this back into that yeah, stuff because yeah. to me, that's where your explosive stuff comes from. Yeah. Whether it's diarrhea always. or if it's, if it's explosive diarrhea or explosive growth, that's where Either it way. comes from. Because you come charging out of that with conviction and, and a sense of self that is unshakable. Mm-hmm. No, like even the people who stand in your way, like they think they're standing in your way, and they're not. They're not. Yep. Yep. You're like you're like the white Gandalf, like at the Lord, like coming down the hills, like just at the right time, and all these orgs are like, "Oh no, he's changed his cloak." So we've now gone. Into, I didn't even uh, know he had a separate wardrobe. <laughs> Shadow facts. <laughs> Let's kick some org arse. Do you want to share <laughs> what this is, at least, so that people who no, have no, no idea me, what's going me on? Me and the 13 other people okay, who right. are just yeah, going like, you have that moment. Yeah. Okay, all right. So What's Gandalf's brand? All right, so now we get to the public part, right? So at some point, you have to switch over from, okay, this is who I want to be to now, how do I start employing tools to help me do this in the world, right? And so now is when you get the chance to go back to all those land grab things that you did earlier mm-hmm. And say, okay, which ones of these do I want to use to? By portray- the way, we didn't really define all of them. We just kind of okay, said so your, your, your URL. Your let's domain talk name. about some basic ones. Yeah. Uh, a personal website, mm-hmm. and I think at a very minimum, you want a site that looks like an about.me page. Yeah, and it might just redirect to an about.me page. I think you can page. do about.me can be your. Uh, Let me ask you, you a can question. do your own domain, right? Does Richard Branson have his own domain name? No, but he has does jet Tony, skis. People does, with jet skis don't need. Does websites. Tony Shea have his own brand? No, domain name? but. I'm just wondering why it's important. So here's uh, why. So you're talking about just then you're talking about the actual name. I'm just mean like any domain anywhere that you own. Well, whatever he's saying a personal site. You want a personal site. And here's why, because okay. I agree with you. Richard Branson doesn't need one. It doesn't matter at this yeah, point. He's got so many damn jet skis, but what it he's allows you to do, you know Richard Branson has a dragon. What it allows you to do is as you start today from where you are and you move towards where you want to be, it allows you to capture all those experiences and relationships and other things in one place. Mm. And so as you're trying to land these gigs where you need proof of what you've already done to get where you want to go, now you have something to point to. And you say, look at all these testimonials that my customers gave, and you know who those people are. So if you're, these- you mean if you're a service provider or something specifically? Anything. I mean, even if you're a person who wants to work for Fortune 500 companies, your alternative to a career portfolio on a website that's a 3D, more of a 3D version of what you've done mm-hmm. is a 2D version on a white piece of paper that looks like every other resume yeah. in the stack. 
By the way, for uh, what's it like an, a, your example of this is BarrettAllenBrooks.com? BarrettBrooks.com? Uh, BarrettBrooks.com, yeah. For me, uh, my my moniker for when I was doing web design work was Matterful, Matterful.co. And I get a lot of good feedback on just that site as that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For examples, look at those two. CorbettBar.biz used to be really big, but just because you had like the Lamborghini and the money and like the like the Latina lady there yep. behind you, and you're just like, I'll teach you how to make a million dollars on the web doing nothing. And I can't even do that accent. Yeah. And so it was really cool that you did it then. Yeah. But uh but uh honestly, like like whether it's a personal thing or whether it's like you you, you call it like like successful self dot now dot biz you know or whatever um, just uh, all I care about is own that domain because mm-hmm. you can always update that for every year for ten ten dollars a year and then you can send a traffic to that thing that even yep. if you change its direction significantly after that if you go to a different URL guess what you can you can forward it but you can't do that from mm-hmm. a WordPress mm-hmm. d- dot, you know a subdomain somewhere else right yep. All right, so we have personal website. There's website, social media, Twitter, Facebook. Yep, uh, LinkedIn are the two is big one. And link LinkedIn. I believe in LinkedIn as a career tool. LinkedIn's I great if good. you've got some sport coats, blazer, maybe a power suit for a lady. You know, pinstripe, uh, that kind of thing. It's a good catch-all. It's I mean, a for good you, place to catch everything. You're an entrepreneurial, an entrepreneurial ruckus maker. So I think sure. uh, you know you need to kind of have a little bit of scruffy hair. Button a button up. And to make some up. ruckus. And a button up. Make a little bit of ruckus. Salmon, salmon button. Um, okay, so we've got websites, social media, mm-hmm. um, other tools we want to talk about here. I think those are kind of the main ones as, as the Email basics. address. Don't be, uh, don't be singing Irish girl cool at dude, 77 Cool yeah. Yep. Get your name. At, at that's true. Address. And I see that a lot. And that's kind of a simple thing. Like if you, yeah. if you are trying to get people to trust you for either a career or to build a business, mm-hmm. if your yeah. YouTube handle is... Uh, Minecraft 97 whatever people aren't going to take you seriously correct yeah, yeah. yeah. so and pro tip buy uh get, get into a gmail address for your for your son or daughter <laughs> there you go and then you can start sending them emails now that oh, yeah. you give to them when they're 18 that's, that's, true. Oh, that's fun yeah. so now we're getting parenting tips from chase exactly. so we know because, what he does i don't have any time. of those because i will build your personal brand for you son <laughs> uh, so then the key i think is to um kind of curate your brand in those on those platforms right to uh show your exploration process along the way through those platforms in yeah. an honest kind of way. And what I always say is if you're acting in a way that you don't want other people to see or perceive your brand through, then you should probably change the actions first and then yeah. let the... So it's interesting to me because I see you as a very strategic kind of person, mm-hmm. the kind of guy who, who has this. Okay, so here's, the, here's uh, back to an, entrepreneur, or an existential sort of thing. You will always compare yourself to an ideal mm-hmm. and you will never be an ideal always. of yourself, right? That's correct. So you're going to live in that delta mm-hmm. for the rest of your days <clears> if <throat> you end up defining that thing. And Leo Babauta would be someone who says like, so just don't define that thing. <laughs> just be like right where you are and, and uh, just... That's where happiness is for me because I have so many kids. Leo acts in a there's, pretty solid way, though. I there's mean, some, he, he yeah, was pretty there's some science good. behind that, though. There, yeah, and, and he, yeah. he comes at that very like you know. I think him and Tim Ferriss had some big debate on it, but but no, the, but there there are different ways of doing this. And so for you as a as a a driven, uh, uh, you have a vision for your life and an mm-hmm. ideal that you want to get to. I think there's a lot to that. I mean, if it only because it makes this, it gives you some direction in in life, right? Unless I get you, confused, I have no idea where I'm going. Yeah, right. but you know so, you want to be and you want to be in business. This kind of person, sure, sure. innovative, the, that kind of stuff. Uh, some people don't don't have those things. Like I never really had that, but I had. I knew the people who I wanted to be in with. Right, mm-hmm, I knew I mm-hmm. wanted. I wanted this kind of person to say like, "Oh, hey, I like your work." That was always like the, me, just like wishing I my dad hugged me more or something <laughs> like that. Right, um, just like just please, dad. <laughs> but but I can't go back to being four. So for me, it was much more about like, and I, this is my whole thing, and it's my problem. It's it's wearing my heart on my sleeve. It's digging out externally in a very authentic, bleeding, true kind of way. It's funny on our top forty, we did a we did two podcast podcasts a, a couple episodes back. Um, number one and two on uh, the top forty blog tips. We each, all four of us, when Caleb was here, brought ten tips to the thing, and and these are our top forty blog tips. And someone like shared that to James Altucher and said, James, what would yours 
what would, what's like what's your like number one blog tip? What would it yep. be? And I liked what he said. He said just bleed all over the page. Just be completely and that's his story. transparent yeah. and honest because nobody does that. Everybody fakes it. Everybody <laughs> puts up their ideal self online and pretends, right? So they're, they're in But I feel like that's that's his strategy. That's his yeah. strategy. Yeah. And it's more like my strategy as well. So the point being here that there are multiple strategies and there yeah. are different kinds of personalities and sure. different kinds of ways. So like someone in the Enneagram, like a four, like my friend Don, would totally put his ideal self mm. Mm-hmm. forward mm. and like like compulsively mm. right the if if so anyways i could get into the i love the enneagram but um but and that someone like me would compulsively do the opposite be like i'm afraid of any sort of direction and and anchor so i because i'm just addicted to the the i don't know whatever the activity yep. right so mm-hmm. noticing that being aware of that whether you're healthy or unhealthy on that scale and and so trying that's where it's like you got to know yourself yep. where you're going where you come from what you can be capable of yep. and this kind of stuff and and like scott dinsmore would say like that's really also a big result of who you're spending your time with yep. like one big massive personal branding uh tip get with the kind of people on a regular basis that you admire and want to be like mm-hmm. yeah. like, mm-hmm. like i mean his story about scott dinsworth's story about getting with you and leo and just moving to san francisco to be like near you guys and the blogger crew that was here that catapulted him to a level where he's like where all of us i had a, I'm, I'm running these longer and longer distances and um i had a conversation with a guy who runs consistently hundred mile marathons mm-hmm. Right, there's a hundred miles up hills doing the things. Changes your perspective. And now I'm just like, well, yeah, I'm obviously going to get to thirty. Yeah, but it's just like, and you I know. think that's skipping ahead a little bit because so we were talking about defining, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and and sort of putting stakes in the ground. Yeah, and this is a way of actualizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you and, want to happen. and defining what is possible because I think you go into a box right now, go into a closet, just like paint out what you think you're capable of. Okay, then go out into the world, be with the people that you already admire and want yep, to be around. Yep. Somehow, just hound them down, make coffee, do whatever, <clears throat> um, and and then you know. Three months of that later, get into the same closet and paint another picture, and it's just like, whoa. They're so here's what's great, though. It. So this goes back to the whole conversation. It's a perfect way to round it out, I think, because uh, I think we're getting close to that right time. right there. Is, um, if you go back to the idea of skills, experiences, and relationships that you need to kind of reach where you think you're going, and you don't know where you're going. None of us do. But if your job is to seek those things out and adjust as you go, yeah. then your brand online should simply reflect that process. I love that. And so share the skills you're building, share the experiences you're having, and share the people you're connecting with. Mm-hmm. And it's bound, if you're being intentional about moving towards more of what you think you are, mm-hmm. then your brain is bound to reflect what you want to be. One more thing on that. Um, I've always been addicted, or uh, my mindset was always towards trying to get the people that I'm admiring, trying to look good to the people I'm admiring. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think we all have a little bit of that in us. And, and what's happened as I've just been in it for longer and longer and longer realizing to look at my like there's the 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 um uh third tier theory of networking realizing that this crew mm-hmm. that are, are on my same level right now optimizing for relationships and honesty and trustworthiness and 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 just i don't know and love here yeah will be a really successful uh, i'm banking on that being a successful strategy because I can try to get Gary Vee to know my name, yeah. or well, you've already seen I, it. You've already seen that people that you met two yeah, years ago are have success, do, are doing incredible things now. Yeah, and, and the I, thing I, is, and that's exciting to think of. Gary's buddies go to the Jets games with him already. You're yeah. not going to be Gary's buddy, yeah. and so you need to find who your crew is. And so I gave this talk at a TEDx thing a while back, and the third point I made was that there's great power in finding your people mm-hmm. and, and drawing inspiration from them and giving back to them. And I think that's the point you're making is yeah. find who that is. Find who those people are because that's who's going to give you energy consistently. Yeah. One day Gary might read one of your one of your articles and say, "Hey, that was good," and that's all he's ever going to say to you. That's yeah. going to be your shining moment with him, right? Yeah. And that's all you can hope for. Well, or you get like an internship with sure. Seth Godin, and which is was, a big deal. Yeah. And you get a couple of weeks with him, but I mean, that's it. You yeah. Know? It's, it's a like, it's, a, it's <laughs> yeah. a fleeting thing for yeah. sure. Always. Yeah. Totally. Um, and that's where so that's where that I'll put both the third tier article and your TEDx talk. In, in show notes for this. So really quick in summary, like what if you had to say, Barrett, like one thing mm-hmm. to summarize this whole thing, what, what would you what would you go with? I think it's all about getting from uh, where you are to some envisioned future through skills, experiences, and relationships. Whoa. So, that is like a that is like a subtitle for a book. Getting from where you are to where you want to be through some envisioned something something. Oh, that was good. Uh, that was good. Yeah. Corbett, what would you say? 
I think the best way to create a meaningful personal brand is to do things that matter. Yeah. Not to worry so much about who you are and how people perceive you. Mm-hmm. I would I, I agree. I agree I agree with both of you guys because I like the the discipline and practice of heading somewhere mm-hmm. instead of being st- stuck on your own uh, on your own addictions, kind of, you know what I mean, in some ways. Mm-hmm. I like so I like the Barrett, your vision thing basically like your ideal where you want to go but there's some sort of buddhist sort of like you 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 can you can have hope uh jerry colonna says this, you can have hope without uh without having attachment to the hope or something. Mm-hmm. hope without attachment mm-hmm. which is like that okay i can get to the nihilism and go like okay there's no there's no point because attachment just like not being right. attached is a thing but to have hope without attachment that is very courageous and I don't sure. know. I don't know how to do that, right? So I like it. To me, that's what you both are saying, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to go ahead and be the boss and synthesize that with hope, <laughs> without a tag. Boss I like that a right lot. there. Because <laughs> the difference is, yeah. If I'm not president of the United States, I'm unsuccessful. Versus maybe someday I could be that. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a big thing. Or maybe life will take me somewhere else. Yeah, I'll be exactly. living in India, helping people with some disease right. that doesn't exist elsewhere in the world. Yeah. And that's interesting and and good for me. Yeah, or maybe I just a, a crazy space rock just hits our planet and restarts. <laughs> and we're all life done all over tomorrow, again. just like it has done before. Oh no! Unreal. <laughs> I've been Chase Warman Reeves. <laughs> I've been Corbett Barr. I've been Baird Brooks. See you there. We'll see you on another. There you have it. Fizzleshow.co slash 76 is where you will, of course, find those hilarious videos from the intro. I think you're going to find they work perfectly, as well as a ton of notes from this one, including uh, there's there's a bunch of videos. Another one uh, to call out here is, is where Leo Babauta actually debates Tim Ferriss about the purpose uh, of goals, of keeping goals. It's a very interesting conversation. That's F-I-Z-Z-L-E show.co slash 76. Listen, if you like this, if you like this show, if you like these kinds of conversations, it would mean so much to us if you left us a review on iTunes. Here's one that comes to us uh, uh, from Betsy Talbot. The real deal, she says. I love these guys. They tell it like it is in a way that makes it feel doable to me. That's a hard combination, and they do it very well. Uh, thanks so much, Betsy. Betsy comes from uh, is from marriedwithluggage.com. Uh, check out her site if you're if you got some bags and if you're married. Um, but leave us an iTunes review. We'd really love it. We're seeing more and more come in from from all parts of the world. But we only have 15 in Australia. I thought that'd be higher. Are you from Australia? Give us a help. Give us a helping hand. Listen, may your personal brand be as brave as a dance demonstration. As honest as a cat falling into a bathtub and as seriously whacked out stoned as the double rainbow guy. Find care, take care, serve hard, and dig in. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday.